What's up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel 23 podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Jim White, Brother Dave White, and Super Dave. Good morning, everybody. Hi, everyone. Morning. Morning, everybody. Let's kick it off with the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge Pledge allegiance to to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. As a reminder, anything you hear on this podcast today is not the opinion of JFWs. It's just our opinion, and they're pretty strong opinions. (laughs) Yeah, snow sucks today, weather sucks. (laughs) Well, I don't know why. It seems like we've been up here a lot in the snow. Right? right? I bet we've had more snowy Wednesdays this year or this season (laughs) than any other. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to say it sucks, but I'm ready for the spring. Yes. yes a lot of things being held up right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, episode 67, that was the episode with uh, Theron Olson. Uh, it did pretty well. It had 332 downloads. We are at 25,134 total downloads, and we have 162 followers. So I think we actually gained one follower last week, and you know I'm all about the followers. So Nice. Yeah. That is awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks, Theron, too. 332 yeah. downloads. That's a good week. Yeah. He was a great, great guest. All, the, all of our guests, like some of these people that I haven't met, that, I mean, all the people that have come on as guests, I love them all. But when we get a guest I haven't met, I don't know what to expect, but I should just trust Jim and Dave, because they wouldn't have somebody on the podcast that, you know, wasn't our culture, so to speak, or so he, he was just enjoyable. Yeah. So. Yeah. He, he's lived it, Jim. That yeah. was the enjoyable thing. All those years of experience. He yeah. So much like us. Yeah. And what, what I like is he started off as a laborer and he's a division manager. Right. At, at, you know, and that, that title doesn't even sound that powerful. <laughs> Theron's a man. Over He's here. the man at the asphalt. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And then you look at like Rick Bowen. Rick Bowen just wasn't a superstar salesman overnight. Right. You know, he, he was turning wrenches and he was a techie. And I mean, just all the stories of it just shows like hard work pays off. Right. None of these guys, you know, I have a saying like, you know, that guy was born on third base, but he thinks he hit a triple. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow! None Damn, of, you kill me with your those <laughs> sayings. Man. None of those guys are that. They all they've all been at the plate, you know, striking out and you know, right. batting practice and yeah, you know, training and yeah, yeah. they all work hit some hard. fly balls. Done. Yeah. They've all worked what a great hard description to, to get where they're at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the old Michael Jordan. That's all that reminds me about it is the thing secret to him <laughs> right. is they swung every time they were they yeah. were on the plate swinging yeah. every time they never stopped. Yeah, you ask yeah. him, and I, obviously these numbers aren't true, but like he won eight NBA championships, and I don't know that that's true, right? I mean, he's run several, right? I don't even know who was in the Super Bowl. But he'll look at you and tell you, but I missed 64,000 shots. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? That's his number, you know. Yeah. And again, that's a fictitious number that yeah. you're stating, but that's that's yeah. how he portrays it. Yeah, right? how, many, how many shots did he miss to win that championship? Yes. That's the bottom yes. thing, yeah. you know. He's in it to win it. Yep. Well... It's time for the dad joke challenge. I think I'm going to kick it off. I usually let you guys kick it off. Mine's not even a dad joke. It's a stolen vehicle joke. And whenever <laughs> I taste not a blood. No, no. Nah, nah, I tasted blood with Kendrick this week, you know, because the Ford was stolen. And I always like to pray on the week. So here it goes. A man parks his car on the street and he goes into a shop. 
When he comes out, the car is not where he left it, and apparently it was stolen. So he calls the police and hopelessly goes back home. Two days later, he finds his car at his front door with a note left in it. It says, I'm very sorry, but I had to borrow your car because my wife was in labor and about to give birth, and I had to act quickly. I deeply apologize and send these front row concert tickets for you and your wife to enjoy this Tuesday evening. So the man and his wife go to the concert Tuesday evening. When they return home, they realize somebody broke in the house and it was burglarized. Burglarized. (laughs) That's like a hard word. (laughs) Well, there was a note left on the floor and it says, so how'd you like the concert? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's rough. I don't know. Have we ever mentioned it through the years thinking of the car being stolen or that story that dad, when he worked at Martin Marietta, his boss sent him out to the parking lot to go run an errand and gave him the car keys to this car and asked him, hey, also fill it up. It's it's low on gas. Uh-huh. And dad got in the car and ran the errand, and he said it's plumb full of gas, and so he never stopped. When he got back, the car keys just happened to fit somebody else's car that was the exact same model. You know how the old keys would go in the cars? Uh-huh. And he was in somebody else's car oh, all, all day long <laughs> driving it around. <laughs> That's <laughs> hilarious. That's a true story? True story. Oh, yeah, wow. dad, yeah dad tells you, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, I did pick up a trailer from Mare at one time and unloaded it, and it was the wrong one. Remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that day, and I didn't realize it until I saw where the hydraulic hose went into the hoist, and it went in at the top and not the bottom. And I'm like, whoa, this isn't our trailer. I dumped the load, brought it right back to Mare, and hooked up to the right one. Oh, Just testing it, Dave. Good job. Yeah. How was it? <laughs> dump, it, it dump dumped well? good, yeah. That's funny. Uh, Who's so, next? Yeah, Dad okay. Joke Challenge. Okay, this, all right. This is serious. So why can't you trust the king of the jungle? Ah, no idea. Uh, I'm thinking it's got to be like point blank. Because he's always lying. Uh. (laughs) Man, I'm going to follow that up because mine's mine's (laughs) as bad as that. Come on, it wasn't that bad. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What invention allows you to see through walls? Doors. Those... Those windows, glasses, windows. You <laughs> spot, when Jim said doors, I'm like, oh, somebody's going to say windows. I know it. <laughs> All right. I threw another one in just because that one was so bad. Why can't most sailors learn the alphabet? Because they're out of sea. Because they keep getting lost at sea. Uh, <laughs> the windows uh, one was better. <laughs> it was. All right. Well, I can follow that up with a good one. <laughs> what do dentists call their x-rays toothpicks uh, that is a good one dave i like it man all right then here you guys go then. if that's the case why did the barber win the race did the barber win the race? Because he took oh. a shortcut. There you go. Good job, Dave. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> oh, did you ever answer David's yeah, riddle yeah, yesterday? Yeah. Gotcha. He goes, did you know that one? In fact, it was in my stack of jokes. Oh, was it? Yeah. Funny. Yep. Funny. Yep. It took me a minute on that one, but I was... Yeah. What What? Uh, what was it? Why was the... Why did the scarecrow win the award? 
Is that oh, what yeah, it was? yeah, that's how it goes. The why first did, yeah, why did the Scarecrow win the award? award? Do you guys know? This is a joke from our CPA. In his field. He's outstanding in, in his, his field. field. That's what, because yeah. we've done it on this on yeah. here yeah. before. Yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. New employees. We got Robert Lincoln started this week. He's a new driver in the fleet. So welcome, Robert. Welcome, Robert. Yep. Welcome, Robert. Celebrations. <clears throat> got a big celebration today, guys. Linda Frazier, 12 year anniversary today. Wow. Congratulations, congratulations Linda. Yeah. Thank you for all you do Linda. for us. Yep. Man. Yeah. Think about all the things she's seen change here at JFW. Right. Think about all the things she has changed. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great way to look at yes. it. She's a very impactful yes. person. Yep. Sister, her, Li- Sister Linda. Her Sister. mark is on everything here. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That's, that's incredible. Great Thank job, you, Linda. Linda. Yep. Uh, we got a big anniversary, another anniversary, but it's a wedding anniversary. Mike Bortz and Chris Bortz, 35 years today. Wow, that's a, that's, that's amazing. Yes, that is. Congratulations. That is something to be so yeah, proud congratulations, of. Congratulations, yeah. Mike and Chris. Mike yeah. wanted to say thanks to Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I, thank you, Chris. I'll tell yes. Chris thank you because <laughs> Mike can be a little difficult once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I asked, kidding, Mike. I asked Mike. I was like, well, what's your secret, Mike? I always ask married couples what their secret is because I want to know, right? He just said love. Yeah. I mean, what better answer than that? Yeah. Right. You know? You got to be in love. So. Un- unconditional. Unconditional. Yeah. Yep. Birthdays. We got Mike Peterson. His birthday was Sunday the 12th. And then Steve Barnes. His birthday is tomorrow. Yep. So happy birthday, guys. Yeah. yeah happy birthday, it. Mikey. I've said Steve. it already, but I'll say it again. Happy birthday, Mikey. Yep. <laughs> happy birthday, Steve. Yep. Family birthday celebrations. We got Lauren Nahara. Her birthday is tomorrow. And then Bentley Morgan, his birthday is also tomorrow. And I think Paco and Lauren, they're going to Miami tonight. Ooh, Ooh nice. Yeah. Good have, time to leave in this weather. Yeah, have a fun weekend yeah. or week, whichever they're going for. Yeah, enjoy. Yep. I'll be back on Wednesday, I think. I think okay. they're coming back Monday. He's taking Tuesday off. So, yeah. I just hear, like, party music when I think of Miami. You know uh, what I mean? Like, yeah. just the nightlife, the hustle, oh, yeah. the music, the, you know, little breeze and fancy cars. and yep. Yeah, right? Yep, I for- think of Gloria Estevan. Because yep. <laughs> she's the Miami sound machine, right? Uh, she was. A <laughs> little bit of a private joke here, but don't forget your crayons, guys. So, And then um, I hope huh. I say this. Yeah, I hope I say this name right, but Jair Reza, and that'll be Alex Reza's son. Oh, congratulations. Or daughter. Uh, February 17th. February 17th, so. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, yep. everybody. And then uh, we gave a shout-out to Lauren, Georgie P's daughter, last week. She sent us a voice message all the way from South Africa that I want to play for you guys. Okay. Let's see if I Sounds can get good. this pulled up here. Bear with me. Here it is. Ready? Thank you, JFW. Um, thank you for the... Birthday wishes. Hope you guys have a nice day. Well, every day. Um, and thank you. Okay, bye. <laughs> Love the accent, <laughs> right? Awesome. Right? Isn't that, that just is, cute? That is good. Yeah. Good stuff yeah. there. Good stuff, George. You must be very proud of your daughter. So. Shout outs. Brother Dave, this is your shout out. You want to give it? It is, yeah. yeah. I wanted to shout out to Anthony Harper. He's huh? uh, having some medical conditions 
and uh, he's working his way through it. And we just wanted to say, hang in there, pal. Keep keep up getting better, and can't wait to get you back. Yeah, I'm sure Beans is taking great care of you. Right? Yep, yep absolutely. And then it looked like you had another shout out, brother Dave, for Scooby, mainly Scooby. Oh, <laughs> I didn't write that one down. It's already on there. Thought you were going to say it. Yeah, no, we just uh, Scooby went through and cleaned up our fuel island and. It was just a wreck out there, and man, he went through and cleaned everything up, and uh, it just it just looks beautiful out there. Kendrick helped him a little bit, but it was primarily Scooby, and it just looks great, and we want to try keeping it that way. So, uh, Awesome. Yeah, it's Good been job. a while. I think Marshall did it like five years ago. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it no. needs to look like that on a daily basis. Right. It just does. 10 million gallons of diesel fuel. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, no kidding, Dave. Let's uh let's move around the table. I'll finish last on the shout outs. Jim, you got some? Yeah. Um Holly called me the other day, my wife, um, and she just so she didn't forget, she sent me a text or a email there and wanted to give a shout out to double O sixty six. Um you know, obviously she doesn't know who was driving it, but they were doing a great job in the middle lane on I-25. I think it was southbound there. And she used the, you know, the words from the podcast and, you know, our grandfather's word and stuff. The the, the driver was just Cadillacing along. Plenty of space between cars and representing JFW well. So thank you, 0066. Not sure who that was that day. Soup, you know? Do you know who? Mm-hmm. Who was in 66? Who 66? took over uh, Ghost, Ghost uh, Yes, believe it or not, that was, um, oh, no, Greg, Greg Wise was 73. He's the next one. Sorry. Huh. Um, we'll come back to that. Yeah. Let us yeah. know if you figure it out. Did have you have right any others? Oh, here we go. As always. It's so funny. I read that, and I'm like, okay, you guys know who's in Yeah, I should have looked it up myself. Yeah. Luis <laughs> Rosales. Oh, Luis. Oh, Luis. Well, thanks, man. Yeah, Way to great represent. job. Way to be recognized for doing the right things. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. That's a good, I don't think we've heard his name in a negative way. So that's awesome. You got any other shout outs, Jim? Um, yeah, I wanted to mention uh, right quick, Jam. Uh, Sergio Portillo, I know, you know, we, everybody was aware of it that uh, he lost a family member last year, uh, him and his wife. Um, and he just, uh, he stopped by and gave us some gifts yesterday and a note and stuff like that. And I guess the the heroism, I want to mention he's a hero in my heart because he had he had something tragic happen in his family, him and his wife. Yep. And, you know, not only not only there has to be a big hole left, but yesterday it was like he was filling that hole by giving, you yes. know, and I and I think that's that's a monstrous so admirable. Yeah, it's a right? monstrous yeah. You know, uh, uh, to his character, yeah. representation to yeah. his character, him and his wife. I don't want to leave yes. his wife out, yeah. Yeah. you know, and his yeah. family. But, yeah, it was good stuff, Sergio. Thank you, man. And I'm so I'm so proud of you. And, yeah. and you know, we talked before the podca- podcast, too, here, you, uh, Sergio, that, you know, we never come right out. We say, hey, are you, are you okay? Are you doing okay? You know, how are you? That kind of thing. But you never get deep in the weeds about, you know, the loss. Right. And so, yeah, Sergio, if you ever need anything, man, just – holler at one of us i know we all feel that way yeah the the strength and heroism sergio and bianca have to to get through that and how big of heart they have to give thanks yes to everyone that you know yeah thank you dave because in 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 my eyes we didn't do much we we cared we we did what we felt was the human response yeah You, you know and i mean the right thing 
yeah. is is what we did. And it, it didn't seem like that big a deal, but it obviously impacted them greatly. Right. And I'm 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 thankful for that. I'm I'm thankful we can be thankful for that, you know. So that's that just tells you what a giving family they are, and that's right. that's so cool. Yeah. So blessed to be friends with them. Absolutely. So one thing that comes to mind, first of all, yeah, they lost but they're giving, like you said. To, right. To to go through tragedy but still want to give thanks is amazing. Two, you're saying it was like no big deal for JFW, but it makes me proud to work here because that's what we do. I, that's the way we react and we respond. Right. And we're, when we say we're family, we mean we're family. Right. And that just makes me proud to work here. And Sergio, Bianca, Liam, we love you guys. And, you know, if there's anything else we could do for you, just, just let us know. Yep. So any other shout outs from you guys before I go down the list? Um, yeah, I just want to mention right quick because I know dad listens every week and he bugs jam or he bugs me, he calls one of us or <laughs> calls me and then I have to bug jam, but is a podcast out is a podcast out and stuff. So yeah, he's just going through some health issues right now and uh, he's been feeling down. So just a shout out to him. He'll get through it. He, it's all good. Nothing yeah. that serious. And we'll, we'll put the pieces together. So yeah. yeah, just shout out to pops. Yep. Jim senior. We love you too, buddy. Maybe I'll yep. give you a call here in the next couple of days. Yeah, good stuff. <clears throat> Jennifer Hunt wanted to give a shout out to 0073, and that is Greg Wise. I was behind him for a few miles, and he's very cautious, safe, and alert driver. So great. Nice. Yep. Good job, Greg. Amber and Joanne wanted to give a shout out to Herb Turner. Uh, he's he has the clocking in and out down like no one's business. <laughs> he uses the proper allocations as he should, and knows when to clock in and out for each job. Herb also clocks in and out for a shift on point. He clocks in when he leaves the yard and clocks out when pulling into the yard, not after he parks and such, etc. So it's funny. Great job, Herb. But, like, why are we giving a shout-out for somebody to clock in and out right? Because it's a problem. And he's paying. <laughs> and he's, for the same reason we're giving a shout-out for the people that are doing it right, going down exactly, the road. Exactly, yeah. Right? So thank you for doing it the right way, Herb. Like, people may hear that, like, oh, wow, he could clock in and out right. <laughs> Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Some people can't, and it's and it's not a skill problem. It's a will problem. Right. It's, you just got to pay attention. And Herb is a guy that pays attention to detail. Yes. So we appreciate having you here, Herb. Yep. Yep. Manny V wants to give a shout-out to Tony Martinez. He mentioned that Tony left his tra trailer and tractor super clean after using it. Said Tony went the extra mile to leave it spotless. Manny actually sent me a voice message yesterday to make sure I got it. He said his floor mats were washed, and it was definitely left better than when he got it. That's know? so cool. So, good job, Tony. Yeah, awesome, Tony. Thank yeah, you. Thanks, Tony. I think you know Tony's been his truck was down for quite a while, so he was having to drive other trucks. I, I'm questioning is his truck still down? Because I thought we got it back. I don't know. Yeah, I mean he Tony's had to go through a lot because I know his truck's been down, so he's yeah. he's been stuck in some different trucks, and I bet he's left them all like that. And that's the first shout out we're getting about it. So. Yeah. Yeah, yep. thank you, Tony. Yep, and Manny for bringing that to our attention. Yeah. We had uh, Sam Dillsaver on uh, Facebook hit us up. Hey, JFW, I just wanted to give a shout out to 006. He was following me in snowy conditions out near Lyman and kept a great space and speed. Done like a true professional. I'm an avid listener of your podcast and wanted to mention something. So, thanks, Sam. And who's in 006 now, Soup? Um, let's yep. see. That is uh, Shane Fredrickson. Shane's oh. out. 
Shane's oh, out he on has the, been out uh, with the hernia. That's yeah. right. But he's coming back Monday, and we're excited to have you yeah. back, Shane. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, it could be anybody then. Yep. <laughs> Good well, job. 006, you did a great job, right? Yeah. Awesome. And we're we're shouting or calling you out for doing the right thing again. <laughs> yep. yep. Chris Beam wants to give a shout-out to Georgie P for doing a good job lo- loading over at Arcosa. Chris made a couple suggestions the first couple rounds, and he adjusted well and stayed consistent. So what we're talking about, guys, is um, we have a job where we have our own loader operator over at um, Arcosa, and Dale Boys is the man over there. He does it day in and day out, and he also does a great job. Yeah, shout-out to Dale. I, was yeah. wait- I didn't want to interrupt you, Jim, because yeah. that's – that's just a hidden position, right. right? I mean, we don't see Dale. We're not, you know, he's not here in the office, not yep. on the radio. I mean, it's yep. he's he's alone in that field. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Dale. You do you're you're as consistent as can be. You've gotten yep. it dialed in. So yeah, we see the weights every day, and we get to look to see if they are being consistent. And yeah, Dale's doing a great job. George is becoming Dale's backup, right? Right. We had, we had a position over there. What happens when Dale goes on vacation? Right. What exactly. happens if Dale gets sick? What happens if something happens? Yeah. We got to have another person over there that's M Shore certified, and it looks like that's going to be George yep. Potkeeter. So nice. Good job, guys. What was that, Sue? He pronounces it Potkeeter. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he pronounces everything a little funny. But I have a feeling he Yeah, I don't that. think he's from here. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds weird because his daughter sounds like she's from Denver. Yeah. Local. Yep. <laughs> Ryan Emmerling gets a shout out. He got a clean level one inspection yesterday. So good job, Ryan. Yeah, that was he he got two CVSA stickers, one for the truck and one yeah. for the trailer. Yep. So that's Gotta for, for me stickers. driving, yeah, that was always a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. You know, like, hey, I got my stickers, man. Yep. What about you? Exactly. Well, here's a badge of honor for JFW. Jimmy Villagrana hit me up this morning and said, Good morning, Jam. Just want to share a little something. Yesterday, I wasn't aware that there were inspections in the canyon. There were two lines of trucks pulling in. There must have been six to eight trucks in line. Troopers were hopping up on the trucks asking for paperwork, and I was a few trucks behind. But a trooper looked at me and noticed it was a JFW truck and had me get out of line and go on through. What I'm getting at is what we do have that, well, what I'm getting at is what we do, we do it right, and we get the right reputation and it feels pretty good. Don't know if you want to share this on the podcast. Gracias. Of course I want to share it. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah thanks, Jimmy. Yeah, that's a big deal. And I, and I know Jimmy gets it. That's the reason he's, he's sending you that is, you know, to me it, it's the same thing as it just puts pressure on us that we got to keep doing the right sa- thing. So when they do check us, when they really check us, everything is okay. Right. You know, and, and, it's, and it's right. Our weights, our axles, our paperwork, our insurance, driver's license, medical cards, you know, the uh, yearly sticker on the frame, all of that. And, and, and that's up to you guys because you're driving it every day. And, and, I, and I bet Jimmy, I bet he checked his truck out even after that going, oh, he, he let me go. I got to make sure everything's right, right? you know. Yeah. And, and yeah, so thanks, Jimmy. And, and I know you know how important that is. You've been doing it too long, buddy, not to, not to recognize how nice that was. Yep. Yeah, so. that's awesome. Absolutely. And then Amber, she's just trying to steal the spotlight here. She says, can I get two more shout-outs for tomorrow? <laughs> Absolutely. Amber, I told her she needs her own podcast, but here we go. Can you, <laughs> can you give a shout-out to Dispatch for me? They have been working really hard to help me with these tickets and making sure they are entered correctly. 
especially the CMEX ones. The second one is for Benny Gonzalez. He has been also clocking in and out each time he switches job types correctly. Thank you. So awesome job, Benny, and uh, awesome job to dispatch as always. Yeah. Yeah, way to go, everybody. Thanks for pointing it out, Amber. Teamwork, right? Teamwork. Yep. Yep. I want to give a personal shout-out to Paco and Lauren. I guess that's one advantage of being a host of the podcast is you could get to do personal shout-outs. Right. (laughs) But anyway, uh, me and my wife were blessed to be able to join uh, Paco and Lauren and New Hope Ministries of Central Denver for a marriage conference, and it was a pivotal moment, I would say, and... uh, my marriage is moving in a different direction and just my relationship with God and uh, Paco and Lauren organized the whole thing. And to see Paco get up and speak in public was was a pretty proud moment for me to, to watch him up there and just uh, do his thing. So great job, Paco and Lauren. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Very cool. Moving on to the discussion part of the podcast, I wanted to make a... Correction about the truck rodeo. Last week I misspoke, saying that family was not going to be at the truck rodeo. <clears throat> it's not that family can't be there. It's just going to be grassroots. You know, this is our first truck rodeo, so it's not going to be super fancy. But if people want to come and do something potluck style and support their 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 loved ones who are competing, you are more than welcome to join us. Nice. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well put, Jim. Yeah. We just. I know we had a we you know we put the committee together or they put themselves together of the the participants peers and stuff and you know they were doing a lot of ideas we gave them a few ideas and a lot of things changed but this is our first year doing it and we wanted to get our feet wet you know they had a lot of great ideas but we were like hey let's let's back it down a little bit let's see how it goes let's see how we handle ourselves let's see how the participants do and I, and I think we we Maybe we stifled them a little bit, you know, but we just didn't want to be disappointed where it was. It was we had no knowledge on how it's going to be. Right. And we're, when you call it grassroots, uh, uh, I'm hoping it's a family event that, that all our families do there. We bring some people, bring some extra tents, like you mentioned, potluck, that kind of thing. We laugh, joy. We don't, you know, we don't judge. It's just a good day and, and hopefully good weather. I think April 1st, right? is when we were trying to do it. Yeah, and, April Fool's Day. Just, just kidding. <laughs> just joking. Um, but, yeah, it's, I, I guess I want to you know, help you out and appreciate the, you know, the apology, Jam, but I think yeah. we, were all, uh, we all have heard so many different things that it's, it's tough to keep up with. And I just want everybody, if, if you're wanting to, to show up. Yeah, know? and the, the, the cool thing why we don't know everything about it is because we're not the ones organizing it. Yeah. Right? There is a truck rodeo committee mm-hmm. that's organizing it, so we're not in the know of everything, and some of their ideas and our, our ideas may not have been communicated very well between between each other. So great job to the committee. Yes, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Still a big job. Oh, yeah. Big, big job. So, All right, we're getting a lot of tickets. This is from Linda. We're getting a lot of tickets that fail to enter slash update in Axon. They are duplicate because of duplicate numbers. Axon sends out a message that says invalid update sent. Then it has duplicate ticket. If you get that error message, please use JJ at the end of the ticket number. All tickets entered should end with the letter J. If you get a duplicate notification, please use JJ or double J at the end of the ticket number. 
Also, please enter all your tickets and Axon by the end of the day. Dispatch is now removing unused Axon tickets from the system the day after they are dispatched if they're not completed. Example, if you did Fry Rock to Plan 2 on Monday, you should enter all your tickets Monday afternoon slash evening. On Tuesday, Dispatch remove it, removes all Axon entries that were not completed as part of our checks and balances. So, Yeah, and I think we can, uh, along those lines, if I can help it, that doing it on the phone is the easy way. Yeah. You know, having to write them all down, do all the tickets, turn all the paperwork in. And I know we're, we're still turning paperwork in, but we're basically tossing it in the basket. You know, this eliminates, should eliminate billing mistakes, you know, fat finger mistakes, all that kind of stuff. But you still have to do this step, you guys. And, and you know, if you get a ticket that's kicked back, you need, you need to fix it. You know, we need to, we need to do, this is the better system, but again, you got to do it. Yeah. And you know, the old saying, and job's not done until the paperwork's complete. There's no, I mean, if you, to me, when I was driving, I wanted to be paid correctly. Right. I wanted there to be no error on my end. That's going to slow down myself from getting my money, you know? So, I mean, it's your infamous statement. Jam, is it a skill problem or is it a will problem? Straight up will problem. Right. I've been in training. We didn't train you to do it three days later or four days later or next week. Right. We trained you to do it that day. Right. Bottom line. Yeah. No reason to take your tickets home. No reason to keep them in your car. No reason to lose a ticket. Right. Finish your paperwork. Put them in the box at the end of the day and it's just going to solve a lot of problems. Super easy. Yep. So we got a pretty big announcement to make. Uh, We're pleased and proud to announce that Casey Guthrie has been promoted to a safety director position. So he has a new role here at JFW. Why did why did we promote Casey, guys? Anybody know? Yeah, he we have this, you know, checklist of of uh, qualifications and Casey met them all. Right. And and he does a, a really good job. I know you were writing some of the stuff down, but you know, he's he's going to be about be a a, a two coin recipient if i can say that yep um of a of a silent warrior silent warrior so we just let the cat out of the bag we're doing a silent warrior thing again this year right and casey got a coin last year he's yep. going to get a coin again this year yep and and, and then, just to be a silent warrior the qualifications you need to meet and we don't spit out all those qualifications because it's something you just need to do and right. then be recognized for it yes we can't we can't tell you all what it is can't give you the secret right because it, it but it's as simple as doing your job right and, and casey's done that he's also you know we've we've interviewed him in the past we've made some suggestions he's made corrections he's grown quite a bit um, that way, he's accident free. You, yep. you know, we we look through there. Yep. His attendance, Perfect. call outs, his yeah. call outs, his yep. his you know weights in the truck have always been right there. Yep. No no tickets. You know no no overweights at the scales. No yep. you know no seatbelt tickets. No, I can't find my paperwork. You know how he, how he's doing his job. Zero pushback on anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and just so you know, Casey had interviewed. For this position before, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and didn't get it. And he didn't, didn't get, get it. it. Yeah. He wasn't ready. He's ready now. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. good job. Yeah, and, Casey. and you know, shout out to Casey because we went over that. You know, like you said, he interviewed for the position and he didn't get it. 
but he didn't take his ball and go home. No, nope. he became a better teammate after that interview, and yeah, and that's 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 quality. Yeah, you, he, can, you can only succeed at something after you failed. Yeah, right? right. If you succeeded at something and there was no effort, it was it it probably wasn't much of a challenge. <laughs> right, right. You yeah. know, we need things that challenge us in our lives. That's yeah. what makes us better. Yeah, Casey left with a checklist of things that he needed to work on, and and he worked on them. Yeah, so good job. Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Casey. Congratulations. Well, I tell you, we've been hitting on the topic of my high road hauler. <laughs> uh, like we've hit on it like three or four times already. Nice. And uh, I, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Don't give away the surprise. Dude. Yeah. By the K- time we're done, you won't even have Casey to. Casey did what? <laughs> What's your high road hauling's about? Yeah, I'm about to oh, say. Oh, just gave it away. Hauling, so. yeah. Don't even read it, Dave. It's a waste of time. Soup, you want to hit us with your high road hauling? Uh-huh. Yeah. Great segue. You want to hit us with your high road <laughs> <No>. <laughs> We right. should change it up and do it in the middle. Uh, so funny. Jim, I'm going to hand this off to you. These next few items are items you brought up for the outline. So. Ah, perfect, yep. uh, Jim. Jump in if I you know, make a, a wrong statement or anything here. So first off, I want to just talk about license plates. Um, just like your personal vehicles, Colorado recognizes that there's a 30-day grace period. You know, if your license plates expire in in uh, June, you have till July to get the plates. Um, it's always been that way. Same thing for our big trucks. This is a huge yearly fee when we renew the fleet. Um, me and Dave's got it estimated at about four hundred thousand. I know we've talked about uh, it. In it's the, well over four hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully, not over. 500,000, but we'll, we'll right. see. We'll see what yeah. fees have changed and how. Thank you, Colorado. Yeah. Thanks, Colorado. Right. Um, did I mention vote? Let, let's, let's not, let's, we're going <laughs> political. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> but, uh, everything's yes. political though. It That's is. the problem. It is, right? Yeah. So anyway, the license plates and stuff, you guys. So just, you know, hopefully everybody's listening. If somebody's not listening and you run into that, you know, we'll probably, we'll push it as far as we can. We'll probably renew them sometime in March and you'll get your new stickers. They're not expired. I mean, they have, uh, February February on them, but they're not expired here in February. Just so you know, we are on top of it. We're aware of it. You know, I usually have some guys that contact us this time of year that say, Hey, my plates, you know, expire in February. And I'm always, I'm always impressed that somebody does that. Right. Cause somebody's looking. Yeah. You know, because what if we did miss? You know, right. that, that yeah. kind of thing. I mean, yeah, absolutely. You, you just yeah. never know. You know, a lot of a lot of stuff happens. A lot of moving parts to, yep. that we can make a mistake on. Yep, absolutely. Um, it reminds me. I want to mention uh, IFTA stickers on the door. Super Dave's been going around and putting the IFTA stickers on. Um, they do not have to be on the truck for the new year until actually the end of March. Super Dave's way ahead of that. Dave, you're almost. I only have 17 left to oh, put awesome. on. And they're all at the yard twenty three. Nice. And uh, I'm going to nice. be going over there today with a torch to do it. <laughs> Seventeen <laughs> stickers left, and twenty four trucks, trucks need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So don't yeah. you know if you if you get pulled over, that's where I'm going with this segment. Is you know educate your stuff with a patrolman because you never know what the patrolman's going to think. You know you have a grace period on your license plates. Your if the sticker doesn't have to be on until March, which. You know, we're, we're on that, you know, Super Dave's almost done. We just said that, um, you know, checking your paperwork, making sure, sure things are correct, making sure, you know, the registration isn't in the trailer for somebody else's trailer or tractor, or there's not a mistake or it's expired. What we, what we love to do is we love to hand out the new registration and we throw the old registration away. 
but somehow we, we an old registration pops up which i've never understood it's like a or we have a trailer registration in the truck book yeah that right and a trailer insurance card and that truck's not even pulling that trailer anymore exactly yeah. right it's so important you guys because we do swap trailers around yeah um yeah somebody might want a trailer with a ladder somebody might want a long trailer somebody else might want a a rock trailer and so please please leave those trailer registrations in the uh, trailer in the trailer in the tube or yeah. um the little round yeah. thing on the- i mean it goes back to last week's <laughs> podcast why do we do that because we switch trailers Yep. Right? And there's no way to track and keep track of all that. We don't know what movements you made in your truck and trailer, so we had to devise a situation or a plan. Mm -hmm. Hey, here's the trailer. Here's the information tube. Keep your trailer insurance and your trailer registration in there. We're golden. You can never fail. You know, that... that that goes back to, you know, Ryan Emerling when we mentioned getting a clean level one inspection. I bet he had all his paperwork in order. Oh, I bet his weights were legal because he was hauling a load of Coors yeah. grain out, and they inspected him because the scales were set up out there. Or the portable guy was out there doing inspections, you know. And Ryan had all his P's and Q's together. I mean, it was where was he, Dave? He was at the Fort Morgan port. Oh, okay. To, to the Good. best of my knowledge, I I, we, I could uh, be wrong. That was what I understood. We need to shine a little bit at that Fort right? Morgan port, huh? right? Absolutely. And we need <laughs> we need way more clean inspections like that. You know, and I, none of us mentioned, we all just take it for granted, is that a $50? Yeah. Yeah, he got 50 bucks. Yeah. So, I mean, there's 50 bucks for your clean inspection. I mean, we're incentivizing you in your safety bonus. Any clean inspection like that on a level one, that's 50 bucks, you know. So, they checked brakes, you know, windshield, air leaks, all of that. You know, everything we ask you to check, there's a reason. There's always a reason for it, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just want to mention, because it makes me think of it, because you have to pass a little bit of that thank you on to Ryan to our shop. Because they're looking at his truck every, whatever, two weeks, Dave, when it gets pulled in on the shorts. And and they're going over it. Obviously, Ryan's going over it. So we have all these eyes looking at it, you know, and, and the shop should deserve some of that 50 bucks. But I do know for the shop... That when we turn in our aluminum and our metal and our steel, we usually let Mikey have that money, and yeah. he he does pizza night or a dinner night or stuff like that. Yep. So just if, you know, so the shop guys are listening. That's that portion. That's the reason you guys get that because we recognize that everybody is doing their job right there. Yep. You know, so you know, good job shop, good job Brian, way way to go. Yeah, yeah. I, I do want to kind of tie all that together too because we sit here on a weekly basis and I'll use the word harp, right? We harp on truck inspections. We harp on trailer inspections. We harp on driving right. You know, but here's a case. Ryan went out there, got stickers, right? Jimmy V calls and says he was pulled out of line because the guy walked up and it was a JFW truck. If we didn't harp on that stuff on a daily or weekly basis, would we, would we be here? Would would we be in this situation, no. or would we be just another borderline okay company? We'd we'd be we'd be with the other brotherhood, right? <laughs> right. You know that's. I, I mean, mean, there's the brotherhood. That's yeah, I, not doing their job. I I feel you know because we're not cocky. That's just not who we are. So when I say this, it's like the JFW way. It's better. You know, why not educate everyone to the best of our ability so we're all better out there on the road? That's the purpose of this podcast is to get that information out to everyone to be better. And I I think this is like 
you can say <laughs> it sounds corny, the fruit of our labor, mm-hmm. right? You're, you're seeing some things come to fruition that are because we're training everyone. We're, we're helping everyone be better, I think. So. Yeah. As you, sorry, Super Dave. Mm-hmm. I, as you were saying that, Dave, I was just thinking, because I know we just did not Theron's podcast, but the one before we talked about how we went back five years and right. we went over it. And again, right. we're harped on it. We've talked yeah. about it. We everything like that. You know, and I, I'm just thinking up above here where Sam DeSilver De or DeSaver, De I apologize, DeSaver. Sam, if I'm not saying it correctly, but I assume he was in another big truck. He's a driver. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that. Yeah. he's the fuel hauler. Right? Uh, no. I'll oh. Take, no, he doesn't haul fuel. He's uh, over the road for, oh, I can't think of the name. I'd have to pull up the picture, but. He's actually. Um, we've talked about him on the podcast yeah. a few yeah. times. Yeah, you're yeah. you're right. Yeah, and yeah. not the. I I'm sorry. I put the two together. Yeah, no, you're not the fuel hauler. Sure, yeah. but you know, if Sam's an independent or working for somebody, or you know, maybe, and he says he's an avid listener. Maybe just us talking about it again, Dave, makes him better. Right. You know, maybe yeah. he goes. You know what? I haven't done a pre trip because I'm I'm in my own truck. Well, it, you know, and maybe I need to check it, or maybe you know he's. He hasn't renewed his license plates. I, I don't know. I'm making things up, but if it's if it helps him, and then he can pass it on, that's just the next step. Yeah, it's so funny, Jim. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, but I mean, at the bottom of your list here, and I, I'm sorry for jumping in, but I wrote in post trip checking tires, and you and I sat in your pickup this morning when we got here for, I think we sat there for 25 or 30 minutes just talking and uh, working business, but there was a truck parked on the other side of the street that we all drove past when we pulled in the parking lot. And as we were sitting there, the lights came on, the truck fired up, and the driver got out. And I'm like, oh, how cool, Jim, this guy's doing his pre-trip inspection before he takes off, you know. And you guys, he was wearing a pair of checkered Vans shoes. (laughs) It's snowing like crazy. It's 14 degrees out, (laughs) right, snowing. And he was taking his time. He looked at his lights. He stepped back. He checked things. Yeah, he looked inside and, the tires. You know, I uh-huh. thought you were going to say he just started taking a pee. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were worried about that. Well, that yeah. didn't, he, he didn't. Yeah, so he, he must have had a bottle in the truck because I know when I wake up, that's what I have to <laughs> right? do, Dave, right? First stop. But anyway, yeah, and he, he didn't throw the bottle out, or at least to the best of my knowledge, he didn't, right? And let, and let me let me poise this question just before you go on, though. So he did something, you guys. Dave's headed this way. <laughs> And, and he did something as he walked around the truck, you guys. And I'll, I'll just let that let that sink in. Everybody like think about it. What yeah, maybe if, that should be a question. What do you guys think he did when he walked around the truck? Yep, yep. Because right. we described it. We we you you gave a clue away just now, right? Right. On on, on what he was wearing. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> what, Dave? What is it? What is it? He kicked the tires. <laughs> oh, every, Dave! Every one of them, Dave. Yes. He checked every one of them with his van tennis shoes. Yeah, boy, I'm sure and he had a. He at, did at what? 15 degrees? Yeah, he would yeah, have had a really yeah, it was sore four, toe. 14 degrees when we were parked there, Jim. I looked over at your thermometer, and and when we say kicked the tires, he like touched them. He touched them. Right. I mean, there was no kick. And basically, I mean, he was counting them to make sure they were. Yeah, exactly, Jim. Yeah, nobody stole one. Those Jim. tires could have had 10 pounds of air in them, and I, I guess yeah. that's where I'm leading up to. You know, why do we ask you to check your tires, right? It's it's not because you're just going to run and have a flat, right? We're worried about the blowout. You know, and we go over this all the time, right? For every one pound of air, that tire picks up two degrees of heat. So th- this guy could be loaded. He just spent the night here, hopped on his logbook. He's going to roll right out of here after he touched his tires with his van shoes, 
right? He didn't bump them. He doesn't right. know what air's in them. Right. You couldn't tell. One of those tires could have 10 pounds in it. Right. So that's 90 pounds low. Yep. 90 times two, that's 180 degrees hotter. So the guy isn't even going to make it to Bennett and blow that tire out, right? Because it's just it's just over there at capacity, and it gives out. And the guy's going to call in and go, "Hey, I blew a tire, but you know, I, I did my pre-check. I don't understand yep. why I did my my my." He checked right. that box. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to give Sam Dillsaver proper recognition. Thank you. So he's over the road driver for Doug Andrus Distributing. Oh, yeah, yep. Looks like a dry van, maybe a reefer. I can't really see. I mean, those are the black. No, here's a picture of it. They're it's like red a, and orange. They, yeah, okay, like all right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, nice. okay, yeah. Good I've guy. seen the Andrus many times. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep, very cool. Like he's got so a, the fuel hauler has a, a handle. Uh, what's his handle, Jim? I don't know. I, I don't. I don't remember who you're talking about, Dave. I'm not. He pulling. he emailed you, and and you oh, brought the email yeah. in, and he goes by his CB handle, yeah. and I want to say. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a good one. Yes, it is. So good, I can't remember. That's right. I mean, we talked about it like, I think we've seen that. Phantom. Yes, yes, Phantom. Phantom. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Phantom, for blending you in there with Sam (laughs) Dillsaver. And Sam, sorry for blending the Phantom in with you. We understand. Got to get the followers right. That's right. right? Yeah, that's important, right? It is important. It is. It is, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I I feel foolish, you guys. We have this, this outline that we've all read, we've all looked at. We don't know who's in 006 that Sam was following. We don't know who was driving 0066, so we're giving shout-outs to truck numbers. That's not who we are. Yeah, 0066 is Luis. Yeah, we, we, we did figure that out. Right. We, I thought no. he was on big... Oh, no, oh, that's right. Okay. Shane, he was, yeah. Shane was sorry, the one. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. 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 I mean, I forgot the address to this place this morning, so I, ba- <laughs> I barely made it in here. <laughs> it's because it was snowing hard to find, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, the good news is after all these years and podcasts, we have room to get better. Yeah. Right? Honestly, if we identify that. Yeah. Honestly, it's my fault. I write the outline, you know, but I guess I'm getting lazy because there's so much more interaction. Like when people send me something, like what I do is I copy it and I paste it and I email it to myself and then I copy and I paste it and I paste it into yeah. the outline. So poor job on my part. Jim, none of us helped you, right? So, I mean, we, you, we you sent it to us. We read it. <laughs> yeah. You know, but, I didn't well, ask after Holly sent that to me who's in 66. Right. right. One of my goals is to to have never been a truck number. Right. Right? If you just say 006, well, nobody was driving it. <laughs> right. Wow. 006 did a great job. Autonomous. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I mean, it's always been a name and a number, a name yep. and a number, a name yeah. and a number. You know what I mean? It, we'll, it, we'll do better. And you know what? I'll even track down. Who was in that truck when we leave? Oh, cool! And we'll yeah. make a correction next week. So obviously, yeah. it was someone capable of going out of town, right? That had right. to be one of the Kansas runs, maybe or Coor- yeah. Coors, maybe near Lyman. Uh, yeah, yeah I was out, my- out near Lyman, Jim. So no, we yeah. were delivering salt to Lyman. Yeah. Salt. Oh, I just kind of assumed we were, you know, yeah, doing yeah. the Lamar thing. So we go out to Lyman, go down to Lamar, get product, go to Kansas, and bring salt back. We've yeah, been we doing had a lot a of that. Too. Bunch of loads going to the Lyman shed. Gotcha. Shed. So it could have been either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> we're everywhere. Damn it! That's the reason we got to make See, sure we're right? doing it right. See your right? trucks everywhere. Right? Yeah. We got to be doing it right. Hey, so I, I want to back up because one of my big things is about the license plates, if to stickers, and it, this seems to be a because this has always been weird to me is the annual inspection sticker. Okay, tons and tons and tons of time. You know, no pun intended. Um, over the years. We can't, drivers can't even find the sticker. 
right, you guys? I don't have I'm, a sticker. Yeah, what sticker? You know, and it's right on the frame of the truck. Where I'll, is it at on the frame, frame of the truck? On the frame of the truck. <laughs> but what location? Usually Is it on the, my side or your you, side? Well, it should be the driver's side because that's the side <laughs> you get out with, standing with the state patrolman, and could go, there it is. Right. You know, down down the frame. Right? So we try really hard to put it near the step. Yep, yep. On on the truck. So the frame. when you're stepping up on the step and on the catwalk, you see it a lot. Right. And you look at it a lot. Right. When you're cleaning your back window and getting up there or hooking up your airlines or... Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So that sticker, that's an annual inspection telling the, the police, the trooper, whatever, that that truck has been inspected to go into the future is the, is the way... I look at it. That truck is okay to be on the road for the next year. Yep. So that trucker, that trucker, <laughs> that trucker sticker, that sticker. <laughs> this, is my fi- this is my this final argument too. Um, <laughs> is it will have the date. Jim's watching TikTok videos. <laughs> yeah, I tell you, Jim, that podcast. tongue piercing you got is really screwed you up. <laughs> that tongue piercing. Hey, you guys do that. <laughs> but it looks so nice with his new nose ring. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I get my ear done. Um, the, the sticker, you guys, it usually, like, like if it's this month and the shop does the inspection, it will have February punched out of it, and it will have 2024 on the sticker or no it has 2023 but everybody knows it's good for a year the date the inspection, inspection is done, done yes. is the date of the sticker yeah, it's I, good for one year, year from, from the that date. date yes so what you may be seeing is february of 22 yes that it, means that sticker is still good through the end of the month yep right if yep. it's march and yep. there's no day it's only a month correct yeah a yes. month you get the whole month you, you get, get a month. Whole month there's a whole punch in the month and there's yep. a I don't know. Do we? I think Mike's changed stickers because we used to have to put a little year date on there, a year number on there. Yeah, and I think, and they I think were he switched off. to a whole punch. So you should have the whole punch of the month and a whole punch of the year. Yep. Right? Yep. Of the day the inspection was, or the month the inspection was done. Yeah. So if you get, if you listen to this podcast, you get out and your truck shows January 2022, what's wrong? It's expired. Last month, right? That right? sticker's expired. Well, I agree with that, right? Yep. I agree with that. <laughs> yeah. If it shows March of 2022, what do you have? We got March. March, right? We got yeah to the, the end, end of March. Yeah, yeah. 45 last, days if you want to try to. Last day of yep. March. Yeah, yeah. last yeah. day of March. Okay, all right. So, and we're starting to do them. So, help the shop. And then you know, like I didn't quickly mention, we were when we were washing them. We were blowing the little sticker off that Mike was uh, adding, and we had a problem with that because we're we're trying to clean the frame. Or maybe maybe the sticker just came off. I mean, if you don't have one, you have to get with the shop. If you don't know where it's at, you have to get with the shop. You know, and same for the trailer. Same sticker on the trailer should be on the driver's side, up towards the front. I've seen them in a couple different places. We're probably all the same now with the same style trailer, but we had a few different trailers. We've right? been trying to put them right. right there on the corner. Right, it would be right above your drive tires. Right in the right. Rocks. So when and you're standing there. At your drive tires on your tractor, you just look, and there should be the the sticker right there. I mean, it, and we've been trying to put them eye level. I mean, it's you know kind of the no brainer, but I haven't seen them in other spots. Yeah, yeah, and I guess I want to. I've watched a couple things, and we have the saying over in the training uh, room there in the other other building, you know, about show me and teach me and you know involve me and all that kind of stuff. Right here in this podcast, 
we're involving you. I just I, I tried to explain what the sticker is. It's being inspected. That truck is roadworthy for the year to come, the next year. So whatever you have on your on your sticker, it's good for a year. So you can visualize this. It's kind of buying your license plates that goes along with that. It's good for the next coming year to read that. Um, your IFTA stickers, they do expire in that year in March of the, of the year. So a little bit of complicated, but understanding what the stickers are for. Right, absolutely. So, and then a uh, little, little bit shifted gears. I'm being, I'm being really, uh, uh, what would the word be? I'm waiting for spring. I'm excited for spring. You know, I, I mean, I'm just, um, we're around the corner, right? We got we March, we, April, right? We could taste it. We're so close. So, and I, I know we've mentioned it in other podcasts, but we mentioned a lot. So that's going to be some thawing. You know, we've got a good frost line in the ground. Mm. We're going to have a lot of mud. You know, I, I know we went over it a few weeks ago, you know, pulling to the side of the road, all that kind of stuff. Me and Dave ran a, uh, ran a job out of uh, well, <laughs> you, Morton. And, are you going to go there? No, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the giant ice pond that was driven through. And but it, but I think we need to. Okay, all right. So let let me finish this part. Okay. Toe hooks and toe pins. Mm. Okay. Got to make sure you have them. Got to make sure you have the pins. You know, you should never need them, but if you do, you got to have them. You got to know where it's at. You got to be able to put the toe hook in, pin it in place. You don't. If you happen to have two toe pins, you should. You shouldn't. It should be an impossibility. But only use one. You know, um, safety as being using a toe pin. Don't ever stand there while they're pulling, and you're in. You know, anywhere near the chain or cable. Yeah, don't I, be in harm's way. Yeah, don't be in harm's way. And want to throw that out. Usually, let the loader do all the pulling. You should never spin a tire. You shouldn't gas on it. There should be nothing. That loader should in most cases, be badass enough just to pull you up. Release your brakes. Release your brakes, yeah. Make sure you can roll in, yeah. in neutral possibly. Yeah. yeah, in neutral possi- possibly jam, agree, right? Yeah. Um, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, and then when everybody stopped, then you take the truck, put it in gear, and move it and take the slack out or make some kind of contact with the loader operator and he backs up mm. and makes the slack in the chainer cable. Along to go along with that, though, I mean, we were just talking about we have quite a few new guys. Maybe we have somebody that's, you know, only ran flatbed and is a great driver. But do not, do not, do not push on that trailer. Do not let the loader touch the back of that trailer. Any place, on the side, on the tailgate, even one of the rock trailers. The rock trailers are bad enough or badass enough to do that, but it's going to jack up the paint. It's going to scratch it. It's going to dent it. And our trailer, our rock trailers look badass. Love the red paint. Yep. They, they represent. So just do not. If you have to, if you have to, if the suggestion comes up to pull you backwards with the trailer, you have to contact the shop. Yep. You have to ask first. There's a certain way to do it. You know, you can wrap it around the, the, you will not, but you can put it around the axle with some supervision or, or some knowledge. The big thing that happens is you wrap the chain around the axle, the loader pulls, 
the chain slides and wipes out AirPods, brake pods, not AirPods, but brake pods, airlines, valving. The self-inflation system. Self-inflation system. goes into the air, axle. Air ride levelers. A- absolutely. I mean, there's, there's just just so much. That's something you need to contact the shop. I mean, have to. We, the shop needs to be involved anytime yeah. a truck is towed. E- e- yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Frontwards, period. backwards, doesn't yeah. matter. Has, yeah. to, has to be involved. We so, love pictures because yep. we, can, we can guide you, you know, because it does make a difference sometimes which tow pin you use. Yeah, you know whether you're the driver's side, side or the passenger, passenger side, side, driver's yeah. side, right, Dave? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I yep. mean, there's there's tips and tricks, right? We we've learned we've learned a few things over the years, and we <laughs> damn we know a few, right? I mean, that's all there is to it. You've Learn done, something you, new every day, though. You've done a few things. Yeah, yeah. 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 You, yeah. you just you you become that expert, and then you should always be open to learn the next new thing, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. We learned something new mileage in that job Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. You want to go back to that, don't you? I, I, I think we have to. All right. All I mean, right. you you, so, it, you can't help but not. That's an aha moment. So it like, happens to be the pit with the giant giant cannon <laughs> out front. That would be an LG pit. That would be an LG pit. That would Got be a LG, giant cannon out front. LG of the pit. Ragsdale, yeah. or I believe I've heard it called Cannondale. I, I think so. Huh. Maybe because of the giant cannon, but I think so. If you've been in and out of there, you know what we're talking about, drivers, right? Yes. Right. So, highway eighty-five. Highway eighty-five. Just past County Road eighteen. Yep. For LG Fort Lupton, you go past County Road eighteen, then you make your next left, and, and you're it, at LG Ragsdale. Beautiful looking pit. Blade yes. was there. Blade in the road. Big ass LG blade. You know, smoothing it. Looks nice. Nice road up to the scale house. You know, we passed a couple trucks, guys doing it right, Jam and Super Dave. And here over to the side of the road, leaving the scale house, is this giant ice pond. It's like no trucks ever should drive there. It's just, you know, you don't even park near it. And when we say giant, it's probably three trucks wide, a truck and a half long. If not, a little longer. But you can kind of see that. It's a big puddle. That's where the water drains. Big puddle. Off the road, you know, or maybe they've pushed some snow over there right yeah. Dave? when they yeah. cleaned the road could be so it's it's uh i don't know anywhere from let's say two to six inches deep you know gonna fill your shoes with water when you walk through it <laughs> yeah you wouldn't walk through it yeah let's put okay. it that way and I right know, i know we're lingering on this story but you look <laughs> over there and somebody's driven through it okay broke all the ice to shit the, the ice was pretty thick it's it's in chunks of a foot and bigger and you know all broke up and purposely driven through you got to drive over there so as me and dave are looking what do you think the tires look like tire tracks the tire tracks they probably look like super singles off a big bright shiny red truck (laughs) yeah because all sorts of trucking companies run our wide base trailer tires right jam nope (laughs) (laughs) so what was that coming out of the pond just a set of super singles or wide base on, I, we assume, one of our trailers. And we're like... And we're just putting two and two together with yeah. the assumption, right, Jim? Yeah. We didn't see it. We didn't witness it. But the tracks are there. And you know, when you put two and two together, if I was a gambling man, I would bet that was one of our, our trucks. Yeah, I looked at Sherlock. And Sherlock goes, what do you think, Watson? And I said, well, you know, the clues lead that JFW drove through that big-ass pond. Right? Man. And... and you know, Jim and I talked, and it was funny because I, I kind of gave the story to our CPA who was here yesterday. And I was like, you know, who drives through that? And it's, and it's, it's not just a puddle. <laughs> it's a lake. I mean, it's, and it's frozen. 
yeah. right? And you chose to go drive through it. And I, I, when I told the story to our CPA, I said, you know, that's something you do when you're 16. Right. And you're like, hey, there's a puddle, you and know. You have and a you, big new lifted pickup truck. Right, and you mud, gas on it, tires. and you're like water spraying everywhere. And I, we're not saying you went through the puddle fast. We have no idea how fast you went through it, right? The problem is you drove through that puddle. You know, and I even, I even told our CPA, I'm like, you know, if you got stuck in it and I showed up to pull you out, I would be standing in the dirt and I would hand you the chain and go, you go walk through the puddle. Right. You go hook the tow pin. You go hook the chain, and then you go hook to the loader. Because right. I'm not doing it. I have no. I mean, it was well over ankle deep, yeah. well over ankle deep. And I just thought, why make that choice? What what makes you make that choice? That's where I'm. That's where I'm still. I'm still puzzled. Right. So I'm trying to envision this. So tie tracks going here. Veer off into the puddle, <laughs> yes, like Jim. purposely. Yes, Jim. And yes. Come back out. No reason and, to be over there. And Jim, it does look like an area to pull off and park uh, when there's no puddle. So right, because it, it's it's right. the road. You've you've gotten your ticket. You're off the scale. You're leaving the pit. It's between the scale and the gate. And, and it's you have a, all the room to the south. Yeah, to park. Jim. Yeah. So it was either done intentionally, or that person has no situational awareness <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Got it. And when Dave asks about that, you know, when he tells you about the story about the CPA, you know, about who does that. We've all done that stuff. 16, 18. You were 16. Yeah. 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 You were young. Well, that's the reason the insurance company won't let us hire (laughs) 16-year-olds. Right. And and I said that's, I finished the the story with that to David, but I said, we're not hiring 16 or 17-year-olds. We're hiring an experienced class A CDL operator that has been trained not to do that, right? So where, you know, but I, I guess that goes back to the guy kicking his tires this morning. And I, I use that term loosely that he was kicking his tire. He touched his tires wearing his van shoes. They were steel and, he, and I think he was trying really hard not to get his vans dirty. So, <laughs> so I mean, you were taught not to do that. Why do you do that? You know, is there the skill problem or is there the will problem? Because I guarantee you, you know, everyone has to go to a school now. Right, you you can't get a CDL without going to school. They're not teaching you that in school. Guarantee you, they're not teaching you that way. Right. But I think it comes down to something else we talk about a lot, and and I and I still we all look that way at it. Is that guy that kicked his tires this morning? Even if that's a drop and hook trailer, he's not thinking of the next driver down the road that maybe he makes it to his destination, and but he leaves that tire hot or shredded inside. And the next guy gets stuck without, with the blowout. And that, that's what happens. Same thing here is what happens down the line on the, uh, to the next person that's having to drive your truck or you know, deal with the tire that was left. It's, it's, it's the what if. Well, and you know? I mean, my thing, Jim, you, know, you go back to it and you think, well, number one, why did you drive through that puddle? Number two, did you see how much water was going in your rims? Because it yeah. was that deep. Oh, yeah. Right, so every rim on that truck is coated. It it has water flowing in the wheels from the water in that puddle in the front drive tire or front drive axle, second drive axle, the front trailer axle, the rear trailer axle, and you've just trashed your wheels that the wash bay we've paid to wash and clean your truck. Yeah, that's their goal, and right? you just made it twice as hard on your teammates. That's, yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. And what if you would have got stuck, Dave? Yeah, so I relate that to like. 
I wonder how I learned not to do that. Well, I had to wash my own truck. Exactly. Right? And you're like, well, I'm going to go around that puddle. I don't want my wheels around the bumps up. on 270. Yeah. 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 I experienced that in a Jeep. When I first got to Jeep, we went on a wheeling trip. People are driving through the puddle. I'm like, oh, I'm going to drive through the puddle. <laughs> and then I regretted it for the next two years because <laughs> the shit that gets in the engine compartment, you know, just. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just, okay, if you want to have a good looking clean vehicle, yeah. not just on the outside, but the inside, right. you don't do that. It was fun when you were 16, right, Jam? Yeah. Or, or it, 18 or whatever yeah. the case may be. Yeah, and well, it, was like, it was like, oh, okay, that was cool. And then it was like, you just pay for it every day after that. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. just to keep moving along because I feel like we got stuck on that. But that puddle and all that, you know, it leads to this is um, we noticed a couple trucks going in and out of the driveways of the pits. We fight the same thing here in our yard. Watch your speeds, you guys. Drop it down. You know, it's the bump. It's the safety. It's coming in and out of our driveways. We watched a guy the other day come out of our driveway and, you know, I assume you can look both ways or you looked both ways and can see both ways coming out of our driveway. But I've had so many people run the stop sign and they're on you by this first driveway here If you, because you got to go across the road to get out and not hit things. So watch the speed there. Jim, and in, and can, in, can I jump in on the, on the driveway, Jim? Because yeah. we didn't talk about it and it happened two weeks ago or longer. We talk about hitting the gate, right? We went yeah. through it. Yeah, that 6, was 6,000 times, was all but we hit the gate because yeah. we hit the gate at Plant 2. At yeah. Plant 2, Franklin Plant, we hit the gate. Yeah, yeah and was it not driver's side? Exactly. Yeah. That's yeah, what I... When twice. I, We've done it twice over when, the years. Yep. When I hear hit the gate, I just instantly think with a trailer, trailer. right? Yeah. I just instantly think with a trailer. Yeah. This driver came in so hot. I mean, I, correct me if I'm wrong. On the video, is it not 16 miles an hour? I saw 16, yeah. So we're clearing the driveway at 16 miles an hour into plant one. We come in so fast and swing so wide. We hit entering the plant, the, the south gate post with our driver front fender on the left side. Our driver's side front fender hits the south gate post because we came in so fast and so hot and got that close. We put ourselves in that much peril. And I just don't understand that. Yeah, especially, and I'm, I'm, this probably sounds like an excuse, but you're in a freaking automatic. You don't even have to make a shift. You didn't have to you, push in the clutch. You, you didn't, didn't have to do anything. Right. You know, I remember you know going in a gate with a with a stick. You know, you have to grab a gear, and maybe you miss that gear. You need that low one. You know, you got to make that shift. You don't even have to do that. Just step on the brakes and slow the <laughs> f up. Right. The truck will do everything for you. And we talk about that situational awareness. Yeah. And that's you know that goes back to the guy you know, and I've given the story a thousand times, right? About the guy that jumps out of the helicopter every day for a living. And he was in such a hurry to jump out and save these people that he didn't tie off. And he jumped out to his death, right? That's situational awareness. You've probably went in that gate. You know, if, if you're on that plant every day, that's six, seven loads a day. You know, five days a week, there's 30 loads a day. You've probably went in and out of that gate hundreds, if not thousands of times, depending on how many times you've worked here. That's situational awareness. That's, hey, I need to slow down. You know, we, we talk about it. I'm, I'm just so you guys... I know it's obviously you're listening to me, but I have my arms this far out as far as I can reach from one side to the other. You should never be that close to anything. 
when when you're maneuvering that truck, you should be that far away. You know, that's a good four feet, six feet. Yeah, six feet. You know, feet. five yeah. feet, yeah. as wide as I can reach from side to side. And we were so close to it, we hit it with the driver's side, front of the truck. I mean, we have thousands of dollars of damage to that fender. I think we downed to the truck because we had to have it repaired instantly. Yeah. So I, some of the things are kind of mind-boggling. That's a mind-boggling incident, just like driving through the puddle. And you wonder where that driver's train of thought is on that. You know, there it's, and we've all been there, right? This, that's this isn't a pointing finger conversation. It's it's an awareness problem, right? How do we get better? Well, we talk about it, right? So, it, so it, I don't want this to be a pointing finger thing. I want it to be an aha moment for other it's people. Too fast. That are, right? It's too fast. Well, I mean, I, I, we use the term speed kills. How often yeah. have we talked about that? This is a situation that, that we're in too big a hurry. Why? For no reason. Right? I mean, we were too close. Everything about our situational awareness was too fast. Yeah. And you, 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 you've used it several times this week in a different situation. And I guess I'll ask the audience, you know, have you ever heard, and you guys can finish this sentence, so measure twice. Cut once. Cut once, right? right. That's the saying. Everybody's heard that, okay? So why, the, why, do, why would you do that? It's a carpenter's term, right, when, yeah. you're, when you're cutting wood, yeah. right? If I have a 16-foot 2 by 10 and I need to cut it to 15 feet 4 inches, if I screw up my measurement and I cut it to 15 feet 3 inches, yeah. it's too damn short. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a waste of a 16-foot 2 by 6 at right? 50 bucks right? you know, or, or yeah. whatever it might be. So I'm going to measure twice and be sure I have the right measurement before yeah. I cut. Yep. So how, how I'm, you know, might sound stupid, Dave... If you're going in the gate that fast, you have no time to measure. Right. You Good have point. no no time to measure. Yeah. You, you couldn't even measure it once. Yeah. And you and you hit the gate. So I, I was just using that saying. Right. You know, works for everything. Yeah. Yep. Hey, and yeah, then, we, we talk about speed kills. We talk about <laughs> slow up. We talk about situational awareness. Yeah. We talk about looking in the mirrors. We talk about blind spots. We talk about all of these things. And, and uh, like the podcast two weeks ago, why do we talk about it? Because we've we had an accident, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. You know, and that, I, I guess that it does, you know, we've even had some interviews this week, Dave, where we've talked to people that the speed kills, it's the same thing when you're talking to somebody or or when you're Ooh. listening to somebody. What do you mean? Right? What do you is, mean? Is, oh, I get I, that. I'll get that. I'll, I'll take care of it. Speed. Wait, 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 wait. Speed. Speed. <laughs> Yeah, okay. it's going to be speed. All right. I'll, right? I'll, okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. I've got an answer for you. <laughs> but my, it, my old saying rings true for all of that. Haste makes waste. Yes, Dave. Oh, yeah, Dave. Yeah. Yeah, that's, a, that's like a 300-year-old saying or something, <laughs> right, Dave? Confucius, yep. eh? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jim, exactly. Uh, yeah, so even when you're talking to somebody, slow down. Listen to them if it you know listen to them and absorb it, right? Absorb it? No, absorb, absorb it. Yeah, we're I'm exing it. We're absorbing it, and and then your response. You can take a few minutes. It's not there's nothing rude with that. Yeah, you know, and and think about think your about response. what you're gonna say. Yeah, yeah I yeah. need to do that. Oh, I all need to practice, and I think our group we do pretty well at that. I, I think we've we've. We've worked on it so much, right? right? Yeah. I mean, it's a thing at the it steering a committee. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. 
it's a thing. So yeah, yeah it, it works for everything. So, you know, a couple of the people that we've talked to this week that we've done, you know, some interviews and had some conversations with, if you're listening to the, to the podcast here, think about that. We're back to speed and, and slow down, realize it. I mean, we had a little, little thing and, over at the, over at yard 23, Dave, that we took a phone call on this morning. Yeah. Could have been, could have been d- speed. Avoided. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Preventable. Yeah. We talk about preventable accidents what all the time. What happened over there? I missed it. Was there, <laughs> was there a text message? It is a backing accident. Huh? Yeah. yeah with, a, we, with a big truck or a company vehicle? Smaller, smaller vehicle. <laughs> yeah, smaller yeah. scale. Should we, should we give the story? Because we talk about all this all the time because we've experienced it. But I always like the story of, of like, how do you learn from someone else's mistake? Right. You know, I mean, those are the, to me, those are the key moments. I know when you see an accident on the road or you watch an accident happen and you're like, well, oh, that guy was following too close. Right. But I have to realize I shouldn't do that, mm. right? You have to learn from someone else's mistake, you know. And I haven't given the story for a long, long time. But you're not going to bring up the three D's thing, <laughs> are you? Was it three or two? I thought it was just two, two or three. <laughs> it was a lot. It was more than allowed. One was more oh, than no, allowed, was, right? It's not good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you, you know, you talk about learning from someone else's mistake, and I, Jim and I are five years apart, right? So. He obviously turned 16 when I was 11 years old, and we were we were pretty blessed. Dad made a deal with us, with both of us. Uh, obviously, Jim first, but when he turned 16, you know, said, "Here, I'm gonna, I'll get you a car. You can drive it, but I have, you know, two criteria. You're in school, and you you have to carry a B average, B average, right? Minimum. And you either play a sport or you have a job after school. One of the one of the two, right? And uh, Jim. Jim played all sorts of sports and stuff, and uh, him and Dad built this badass '66 Mustang. And I, I don't know how long did you have it, Jim? Because it, it wasn't long. It was the it, fir- it was the first semester after it, I got it. it so whatever. It, it was long enough to enjoy, right? <laughs> oh so, yeah, so, I was having a good time. So everyone understands, right? He was my ride to school, right? Like I didn't have to. I was 11, and I didn't have to walk to school anymore because Big Brother got a got a pretty badass car. He could drop me off on the way to his school at my school, right? And uh, anyway, need to don't need to make the story any longer. But report cards came out. Jim didn't hold his end of the bargain <laughs> and keep a B average. There was a couple lower scores on that report card, right? Whether it was one, two, three Ds, whatever it was, he didn't have a three There was no B average in that in that negotiation. And you know, not everybody here knows Jim Senior, but when he tells you something, that's what it is. If he says he's going to hold up his end of the bargain, that's what the man does. He always has and he always will till, till the day he's gone. That's, he's a man of his word. And when he told us that and made that agreement, that was his deal. That report card came and Jim didn't hold up his end of the bargain and dad took the car. And Jim was like, oh. Or another semester. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I, I want to say nine weeks, not a full semester, but... Yeah, it felt yeah, like a semester. Se- yeah, yeah our, ours was a quarter. Four, yeah, we had four yeah, quarters. Yeah, back right. Then, a little, a, a little yeah. different than yeah. today. But anyway, it was nine weeks. Yeah. A quarter's nine weeks in school for us. It was, yeah. and uh, yeah, we walked past that car. Both of us had to walk to school then for nine weeks. And I, I, you know, I think I would hit him every day, going, "Why'd you get a D, man? Like this sucks, dude. I got, I got to walk to school because of your mistake." And you know what that taught me? You just me? weren't old enough to go, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> hadn't met. Hadn't met yeah, Mick yet. Hadn't met Mick yet. <laughs> and uh, anyway, you guys, I mean, when I turned 16, I'm like, whew, I got to carry a B average. Dad ain't going to screw around, right? What class did you get the D in? 
Oh, I don't even remember, David. It was like it was pro- ceramics and metal shop. And- <laughs> <laughs> Not even math. Come on. Come on. It no. was advanced writing and calculus. <laughs> oh, funny. Yeah. But it, but it they were you got those because it was a screw around, Jim, right? Yeah, yeah. You know no, what I mean? Absolutely. I was out so, doing I wasn't doing my job. Dave, right. Exactly. I was having a good exactly. time. And there were reper- repercussions absolutely. because of that. Absolutely. And I, I guess the the whole point of the story, we're making a joke out of it, right? The whole point of the story is I learned when I turned 16, you know, uh, also on that was no tickets, right? We couldn't get a ticket, yeah, otherwise the car was his. Yep. Had to carry a B average. If you didn't play a sport, you had to have a job. So I had a job after school because I'm about as athletic as this table in here. So anyway, yeah, I, you can learn from someone else's mistakes. Whether you're affected by it or not, you can look and see what not to do. You can look and see that's wrong, and you can make the choice to be better. But so. you, but along that, and we talk about it again, spit it out. For you to learn, you had to have situational awareness. Right. Was you're in a bad situation, and I'm aware of it. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and and most people won't do that. Yeah. Too. I mean, look look around, learn. Right. I mean, Jam told us a story this morning. We were talking about Paco and and Rosario, and I think you learned some of it this weekend, right, Jam, about having a toolbox. And the and the pastor said that he didn't grow up with a dad. And and uh, yeah, I'll let you take it, Jim, because it's it, <laughs> yeah. it, it pertains to it's this. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So so the pastor that I was teaching this marriage conference, Juan Martinez, he said that when he needs something fixed at his house, he didn't grow up with his dad. Dad, so he he didn't really know how to fix things. So he would call people that he knew how to dad and be like, "Hey, you had a dad, right?" And the guy be like, "Yeah." He's like, "Cool." Bring your toolbox over. Never <laughs> asked him if he had a toolbox. Right. He assumed, oh, you grew up with a dad. Sure. You have a toolbox. Bring your, bring your toolbox over and help me fix this thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, Paco. Paco's so funny, and he chimes in. And he looks at me. He's like, I do that with Rosario. Like, <laughs> I know I know he had a dad. So when I get jammed up, I call Rosario. And Rosario, you know, Rosario's come and helped him teach him how to do his breaks. And, nice. And stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's how cool is that? And uh, I, you told that story this morning. I just, I just gush at yeah, that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just so awesome. Yeah, two two men just, helping each other out. Yeah, yeah, just just getting it done. Yeah, you know, and the and the toolbox doesn't represent that it's full of wrenches and screwdrivers and hammers, Jim. Mm-hmm. In my mind, huh. that toolbox full can of knowledge. Yes, can contain anything. Yeah. yeah, anything that's going to help you. Yeah, and we do it. I mean, when we circle up in the mornings and. You know, we're going back and forth. I mean, there's nothing that you and Dave together can't do. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, well, I mean, we'll we'll sure get ourselves in a lot of trouble if we can't. Right. Jam, how's yeah. that? Yeah, oh, or we'll look we'll, fo- or we'll look foolish trying. We'll, we'll and jump in. We have. Oh, you have a problem with your sprinkler? Do this. Oh, you got a problem with your water heater? Do that. Oh, you got a problem with this? You know, it's like the years of experience and knowledge. You know. Yeah. Yeah, but those are those are good. We'll we'll definitely jump in, Jim. Yeah, <laughs> I got a cinder problem with all, I got a problem with all those things. Just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on need over. A cinder block wall built. Oh, we, we can help you with yeah. that. Need some concrete poured? We can help you with that. Yeah. I just keep thinking about the furnace motor because I just replaced mine. <laughs> well, I hired a guy to do it. David. It, it's perfect. It doesn't go. It starts up. Good. Good for you. So you guys gonna. Say what happened in yard 23, or are we just going down trips of memory? <laughs> Man, <laughs> he gets on a bone. He won't let it go. Right, huh? right. <laughs> we don't have to. 
No, we can okay. we can we can go over it, Jam. I mean, it's the right thing to do because the driver recognized it. Is we backed the uh, flatbed into the block wall on the shed over there when we were putting ah, it away, gotcha. and the and the driver said, "Hey, I should have known better." Sticker right on the mirror. Get no, out and look. look. I didn't get out and look. He goes, I didn't realize that the beaver tail, I'm going to call it a beaver tail on the flatbed, because it's it contains the ramp. So what you see in the tires, it's a long ways behind that. Right, gotcha. you know. And he said, I basically did everything wrong. But I know what I did wrong. Nice. I didn't get out and look. I didn't check the situ- you know, situational awareness, the whole bit. So wait. He called this, this morning and said, this is what I did. So wait, nobody found the damage and asked him and like, <laughs> no hey, what happened here huh he yeah yeah huh what do you mean i don't know yeah it was like that when i got it fess up your mess up john, so. john moore here's your quote thank you for that uh it's better to eat crow warm than it is to eat crow cold uh, right yeah. so the minute you have a problem just yeah. eat some crow you killed it eat yep. it let's let's get it over with yeah yeah and the thing is it is a big deal but it is no big deal when you report it. Yeah. Right. We moved past a, it. Yeah. I had a guy the other day, <clears throat> I'll just say, Dylan Harshman. You know, he came in and he was, I was like, hey, good morning, Dylan. This is Monday. I'm like, how you doing? He's like, well, I was doing good. I'm like, well, what happened? Well, I didn't realize I was preloaded with cores. I'm like, oh, you popped your tailgate? <laughs> he's like, yep. And it, it seemed like a really big deal to Dylan because he's never been through a course before. Because so, <laughs> he's know, never been what? Through a course. He's never spilt grain before. Oh, yeah. gotcha. He's yeah. never had a tailgate pop open. Sure. He's never, like, you know, had to put, like, it's it was new to him. So it, sure. it was like, he thought it was like, oh, my God. This, this is, is like, bad. This is a problem. I mean, yeah. he wasn't, like, being a little baby about it. But, yeah. You know, he. This he, is a Monday morning who, F up and I'm deep. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. He, he and, was, and who's proud of a mistake? Right, because yeah. it was just a simple mistake. Yeah, but no he, damage. He was more concerned about it than anybody in the <laughs> office. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, of course, bro. I'm like, do we need the skid steer? And I, I think he nodded. So I'm like, oh, this is gonna be bad. We'll go out to get. So I go back there, and you know, there's 20 minutes worth of shoveling back there. I'm like, oh, psh, let's get your gate closed, and it's no big deal. Like, but if he had left, you know, big deal, big deal. Like if he right. got that gate closed and just left, and there was, you know. 10 wheelbarrows of grain on the ground. Yeah. I would have been like, what's yeah. the matter with this guy? You right. Know what I mean? but, so, yeah. but your whole story is he showed up. Showed up. Hey, you know, messed up, whatever. Popped yeah. my gate. The whole, it was, then yeah. it's no big deal. Yeah. And you know? we had a couple laughs. We had some good conversation out there. Exactly. Yeah. Like we yeah. always do. I know Dylan better now than I did before that little yep. spill. Yeah. You know what I mean? Seems like so. a great guy. Dylan? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Seems yeah. really sharp. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What else you got there? Hey, just I think the only thing I haven't checked off, and it goes along with the tow hooks, mud, this time of year, snow, we talk about it. Spinning and shock loading the, the, the rear ends, you guys, the tires, the axles, whatever you want to talk about it. You know, I've spit it out I don't know how many times compared to the old school trucks. These trucks reach uh, their full torque at about 900 RPM. That is nothing to be at that when it's spinning. You know, and and you're spinning. You're at 900 foot pounds of torque, or you're at 900 RPM. You're at 1800 foot pounds of torque. Barely on the throttle. Barely on the throttle. You you, know, and you could you could have torqued up to that as fast as they're spinning with the automatics. Right. And then you bite pavement or Mm. concrete or asphalt or dry dirt or whatever it takes. But you've stopped all that iron from spinning, and the and it goes 
from the tires down the uh, axles in through the transmission to that little bitty tooth on that ring gear, and it breaks it. Yep. It shock loads it, and we talk about shock load all the time. So please, you guys, you know if you're if you're in a situation and you're spinning or you're stuck or something, use a back window. So if you're in a situation, you need to use what situation yeah situational where common sense <laughs> all your vision have the windows down yeah. have the have the rear ends locked up you know have somebody help you you know all the stuff right all the stuff yeah right yep so yeah good, jam that's good I, stuff i think i've i've covered most of the stuff i threw on the on the list there well we didn't put about stopping i mean we have it written here but we didn't talk about it stopping on the side of the road i mean i, I oh, thought yeah. i covered it when the when it, the, the mud, you know, but yeah, Dave, I, I'm not I mean, telling you not to mention. I'm just saying, yeah, it le- it's all put together, right? Yeah, so please. Yeah, I mean, stopping on the side of the road, yeah. you know, we, we mentioned it two weeks ago on the podcast from the week prior. You know, Scooby made an announcement in the morning. Hey, it's wet out. We've just had a storm. Things are muddy. You know, stay in the center of the dirt roads when you're delivering to the to the dairies. Uh, if you're on a job site, don't just drive off the road. Go walk at first. You know, and when you're making a, uh, I call them a pit stop when you're grabbing lunch or need to use the restroom somewhere or something, and you pull off the shoulder of the road. The key there is the shoulder of the road. Right. You're not on the road anymore. You're on the shoulder. Was the shoulder designed to have an eighty thousand pound truck stop on it? Probably not. Nope. You know, it's it's just dirt. It's unless it's a well compacted area. So so that morning, Scooby made that announcement like five times on the radio. We had to go pull two trucks off the shoulder of the road. Right. <laughs> you know. So uh, yeah, situational awareness. Be it, understanding. Slow up. Pay attention. It's it's thinking through those moments. Right. Yep. It they're they're all human mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they're the, preventable. And, and you know, I, I know along with warming up, but that's the reason I, I, I bring it up again is we're headed into the wettest snow of the year. March, yes. April. Oh yeah. We're gonna have it. It's full of a lot of moisture. Yeah. And it's not frozen. Right. So yeah. Definitely. It, I mean it just in this last week with the warmer temperatures. Oh, it's been muddy. It's everywhere. been wet. Yeah. It is wet. Yeah. Everything yeah, is wet out. That's there. something you guys need to realize too is you know, last week we had some decent weather, but we still weren't slam busy. Right. It's because uh, the job sites are still a mess. Yeah, so yeah, they're a disaster. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, we need we need three weeks of good weather. Yep. Right. I mean, to to really dry out and. I mean, look yeah. at how busy Monday and Tuesday were this oh, week. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah we, were, and, we were. And when you do look at the weather, we got some. It's gonna. It's warming up. We got yeah, some fifty 50s. degrees. What yeah. Friday and yeah. Saturday or Saturday yeah. and Sunday? And, yep. Yeah. Yeah, and, and people are gonna look. It's gonna get to that time of year. They're gonna be opening the job sites up. Yep. We're gonna. We're yeah. Gonna get busy. We're we're busy. so close. Yep. To, uh, be screaming again. Smell the springtime. Yeah. I can't wait to be on fire. Man. Yeah. We're going to be talking about that before you know. Like, then we're going to be in October and go, oh, I can't wait till it slows up a little I'm bit. Tired. Where's the snow at? I'm tired. <laughs> I can't wait to smell the rain. Ooh, right? That would be yeah. nice. Yeah. That's a a song. Also, also, <laughs> twinning. <laughs> be Jinx. nice to, oh, <laughs> to clean a little bit of the dirt off. Right, yeah. Dave? Yeah. We're, when the snow's all melted, we're, we're dirty. We're yeah. Dead. Need a good washing. Yeah. Can't wait to sure. turn my sprinkler system on. <laughs> I'll be over and help. I, <laughs> I can, man. Those water bills, they're not getting, they're not going down. I'll tell you what, you, I'd like to see, I wouldn't mind my water bill creeping up a little bit and my Excel bill creeping way down. Right. Yeah. yeah. That thing's out of control right now. Right. 
I think yeah. it's uh, the natural gas is what's doing. Oh, that yeah. natural gas is ridiculous. It <laughs> yeah. does look like they are trying to come up with a possible change if possible. Like, I don't know if they'll go backwards or anything, but yeah, that's yeah. something right. It's, it's rough. Cool. It is rough out there. Uh, one thing I wanted to bring up for a uh, safety topic is 92,000 pounds max, and that's not on any of the I-roads. We're talking about secondary roads. You got a heavy permit. What roads? Secondary. Oh, what roads not to use your yeah, permit Yeah, what's on? an I-road? An I-road is an interstate, I-70. Apple? I- I twenty four road an apple road. What's what? <laughs> is it the same as an ear road or a nose road? <laughs> yeah, all the interstates, guys, <laughs> including I two seventy, I two twenty five, all the I. I think the really big one is I seventy six. Ooh, yeah, that little short, that little short. Yeah, between right. like 104th and yeah. I guess I'll go with 74th. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, you you, that is still an interstate. Yeah, if you dip your toe in the pool, your foot gets wet, right? So right. So don't dip your toe inside 76 yeah. if you're over 80,000 pounds. So here's the deal, and I don't want anybody to feel singled out because this happened two times yesterday. <clears throat> I had two people run just slightly over 92,000 pounds. And they both had excuses. And... You know, it is what it is, right? But, yeah, I mean, let's just not do it, you know, because you're heavy. I mean, basically, if you run heavy, what we do is we take your heavy permits away, and then you can't run heavy, right? you know, for 30 days. So we want you to be able to run heavy. You want to be able to run heavy. You know, it takes a couple minutes to kick 500 pounds off of your truck. Yeah. So. And why is that a hard line? Why, well, why, And why did we choose 92,000? The permit's good beyond that. Well, I believe you say light trucks, light duty. Yep. Right. Light light trucks versus light duty. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're we're we've gotten as light as the equipment will absolutely allow. Yeah, some of these trucks are tearing in at twenty six thousand pounds plus. Right? right. Right. So. So I mean, the reason we've done that is so we can legally haul more. Right. Right. I think there's not one truck in the fleet that can't put on twenty six and a half tons, and bridge and axle that at 80,000 pounds, right? right? So we're 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 when I literally say tons, we're tons ahead of our competition, <laughs> right? I mean, we if 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 Colorado came to every if Colorado made a rule that zero allowed over 80,000 pounds. Yeah, you, the, the pit the, would get fined, Dave. Yeah. If they would finally show up and make the pits get fined for letting a load go out, right? We, we'd be top of the heap. We we'd be top dog, hands yep. down top dog by far. Everybody would be on fire going, I'm not making it. Yep. I'm, I can't make it at these rates. I'm losing I'm, a ton and a half a right, load. Because I'm doing it legal, right? Yeah. But what happens when you do that is we've taken a lot of the strength out of the truck and trailer by doing that. So it's we not. Haven't, we haven't taken the strength out of the truck to do a legal load. Yeah, to do a load capable of ninety two thousand. Yeah, we yeah. have we have at ninety seven. Yes, that's that's a low boy truck. You're yeah, get, you're getting up into weights that just. Yeah, we don't have two frame rails and yeah. steel cross members and you yeah. know ridiculous suspensions and yeah, we would tear in at thirty one thousand pounds, not yeah. you know, and you'd haul twenty, not low twenty sevens or yeah. high twenty sixes. Yeah, yep. yeah. So so there's a reason for that. You will break that truck, and at at some point we have to draw a line. Right, we're 
we're giving you the option of being able to do this. Here's the max, mm-hmm. 92,000. And I've sat there and I've listened to JR give the spiel when he hands out a permit. Mm-hmm. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about the clarity of that. Yep. JR does an awesome job at that. And it there's just no excuse. You're not doing your job. You know, we're back to situational awareness. Wait a minute. I'm in the situation I've asked for 92,000. I'm 92,160. Well, I got to mm-hmm. go trim. Yep. Right? You need to know the situation you're in because we've allowed you. That's that's back to the report card, right? Yep. We were told we have to have a B average to keep that car. Well, you need to be under 92000 to keep that permit. Here's the deal. We're pulling it. End of story. Yeah, no ifs, ands, or buts. It's kind of like the shopping carts and that uh, that little meme I sent you, Jim. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You got to be able to regulate yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know, if, if you were going to go to jail for not putting your shopping cart away, or if you're going to get lashed or beat, you'd put it away. Right. You know, same thing. If you're not, if you're not going to lose anything by going over the ninety-two thousand, why wouldn't you go over? So we'll just, you know, hate to make threats, but I mean, the, the policy is ninety-two thousand, or you lose your permit. Yeah, and we and and this here, Jim, we're explaining why, because you know, shopping cart, you know, you don't do it, nothing happens. Nothing happens. You don't break the cart. You don't. You know, hopefully it's not out in the middle of the road and somebody doesn't hit it, that kind of thing. Not much there. Hopefully you but, didn't put it in front of a car that's going to drive over it. Yeah, that that kind of stuff. But here we just explained to you the safety reasons yes. and and what it's going to do our equipment if we haul over 92 all here, the time. Here's our reason it, why. Here, here is a good reason. There, we're, that's, the, that's the logic of that statement, Jim, mm. you know, yep. and, and you just need to do it. No offense or buts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just and, do it. Was it our fault that you hauled overweight? Not mine. Not mine either, right? You made that choice. That's situational awareness. You know, I mean, at at some point, the really successful people here monitor themselves. They they do their job and they're good at it. The people that aren't successful here aren't capable of monitoring themselves. You know who's- They don't have a good situational awareness. You know who's never not one time called me and said they were overweight? Mr. Perfecto. <laughs> Good job, Rosario. Not one time did I get a phone call. Hey, I'm 300 pounds over. Right? Nothing. Right. Uh, you know, but that, but that, I know you said regulate, Dave, but that's what Jam just said about the shopping cart. They're self-governing themselves. Yeah. And, yeah. Ma- and, and makes them better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Anybody want to read Ray Ray's tips and tricks? Was, was there any questions, Jim, from the audience? Nothing? Nah. You did Because it was blank? They know everything. <laughs> <laughs> All knowing. I, I feel the same way. I know everything for about five minutes, and then it just goes to hell. You have to relearn it again? <laughs> yeah, I can't keep it's, up. I'm like, I'm like Ruthie on Ozark. <laughs> I don't know. Blank, blank, blank. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Blank, blank. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Blank, yeah. about blank. Yeah. <laughs> That is that's a classic. Yeah, not family friendly. Sorry, <laughs> definitely not family friendly. Yeah. I I can read the tips and tricks since I feel censored today. Just so you know, Super Dave censored me. You know, oh, you can't say that on a podcast. <laughs> I'm not spitting a Ruthie quote out. I'm just I'm getting soft. I mean, you can say it, Jim. It's just no, the audience. It's not a good probably look. shouldn't need to hear it. It's not a good look for me, either, right? So. You know what's sad is you can't say that word. But you can text it and hide it, mm. right? Yeah, you know what I mean. You can you can you can text that word and not spell it completely. Oh uh, yeah, right. But yeah. here on the radio, you well, can't. I I mentioned it. I said effed up. 
Oh, know, so I, I could just say I don't, I don't know, know. F. I don't know poop about ducks. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. No, it's not the same, Jan. <laughs> it's not as impactful. <laughs> yeah, so I don't not know, as impactful. I don't know Frankfurts about Frankfurts. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and I don't give a Frankfurt. So anyway, mm. tips and tricks. Uh, this comes to you, brought to you by Ray Ray. He's been throwing some some great tips and been tricks in there. Been rocking it, hasn't he? He's been yes. rocking it, man. Keep up the good work, Ray Ray. It's it's yep. inspirational that you send these in every week, man. It's it's so cool, and it's you know it's just stuff we talk about all the time, right? That seems like when you're in that situation, you should be situationally aware now, aware oh, yeah. of it. So, Ray's tips and tricks is uh, making corners in a in a truck. Cornering in a big rig can be especially challenging, especially ones where there is heavy traffic. Mud in a pit or a plant or soft ground can be an issue, or even missing your turn. The same thing applies to city streets as it does to highways also. To make a proper turn, you should use your signal and get over way before your turn, slow down, and prepare for the turn. You know, just that sentence right there is the entrance to plant two where we hit the gate. Yep. You know what I mean? That right there would have would have yep. solved that. So then slowly and carefully turn. You should not turn hard into a turn. You should not turn so hard into a turn that your load that you load your suspension up. Loading the suspension on a big rig puts a lot of wear and tear on the truck and tire also. And what he's talking about when you load the suspension, when you turn, you're taking weight off of one side of the airbags putting them on the other and it's it's loading the suspension it's it's putting more pressure on the suspension i don't want to say that it was designed for but it's just more wear and tear right Right. it's it's like avoiding that pothole on the road if you're just going to like drive through the pothole you're creating more wear and tear on that truck you know and it's it's just hard on things so uh Also make sure you're leaving yourself plenty of space to make your turn, but pay close attention to the traffic around you. You always have to consider the possibility that a motorcycle or a small vehicle could sneak up onto you in the space beside your truck on your turning side. We also have blind spot detectors on most of the trucks. Use your tools, sit up in your seat, and use all your mirrors to make a safe and proper turn or corner. I, I... that stuff is just great. I mean, he covered so many things right there. There are things we talk about all the time, but Ray Ray, that's awesome, man. Yeah, you covered blind spots, you covered turning, you covered slowing down in the driveways, you know, sitting up in your seat, being aware of your situation, all of that stuff. Good good job. I hope hope everybody takes all of that to heart and yeah. and can learn something from it. Yeah, and I love it. You know, he says use all your tools. So yeah. he went to his toolbox. Yep. Yeah. Got his tools out, yep. you know, and 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 went to work to make that turn. Yeah. I guess I want to give a shout out to Ray Ray cuz he's been he's been training back to back and he we've gotten nothing but kudos on his training and how he's willing to help everybody and you know I know we've had him on the podcast here a while back and he just does an excellent job, man. He's invested if I urge anyone if you have a question, you can call that guy, you can call him on the radio. You know, for those of you that that have his number, you know you can call him. He's just a go-to guy. You know what I mean? Yep. It's it's awesome to have you on board, Ray Ray. We really appreciate you. Yep, agreed, one hundred percent. Soup, you want to hit us with that high road hauling? Oh sure. I heard it's a good one. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, <clears throat> have you ever heard the term "stay the course"? <laughs> Yes. 
Okay, this this kind of got how in long? My, in, how long do I have to well, do this? I'm going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of got on this little horse the other day when we've lost a few drivers that haven't even been here a week, and they they go through the interview and I ask them all kinds of questions and they they say yes, it sounds like it's a good fit. Pre- then, not, not to interrupt you, Dave. I'm so sorry for interrupting you. Right, I'm not using my Navajo stick, but. Anyone that works here that you've hired knows the process, right? You, sure, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you've, sure. you've probably hired almost everyone here or been and in the process. I that. always ask if it's a good fit, that we want to make this a long-term relationship. We want people to thrive here, you know? Um, but anyway, nobody likes a quitter. I if hate you, them. If you ever think <laughs> about quitting something, think again. To stay the course means... Keep going strong to the end of a race or contest, or to continue to do something despite the difficulties. Ronald Reagan even used the phrase during his 1982 campaign because the country was suffering an economic downturn and his recovery plan was going to take time. History has proven over and over again the reasons why people should always stay the course. Grit, tenacity, stubbornness, or you could say focus, insight, or vision. Let's think about the big picture first. Where would the world be today if the Allies had not stayed the course against the Axis powers during World War II? Many people think the American Revolution affected the, only the United States, but the shockwaves from the war are still being felt today. The revolutionaries were fighting against the largest and strongest empire of the day, the British. The result of that revolt is our country in modern times is a sole superpower and influences much of the globe. How about the North and South? To this day, the Civil War was the bloodiest war in our nation's history. If the Republic had not stayed the course and slavery still existed, the implications would have had a ripple effect that would have profoundly changed the last 150 years around the world. Arguably, on a lesser scale, where would the automobile industry be without the innovation of Henry Ford? He started three automobile companies and lost all of his investors' money twice. On his third try, he started the Ford Motor Company, released the Model T, and invented the assembly line and changed the auto industry forever. On an individual level, J.K. Rowling had her first Harry Potter novel rejected 12 times and was told not to quit her day job. (laughs) Babe Ruth was one of the greatest baseball players of all time, and he held the home run record for 34 years. But most people don't know he also struck out more than anyone, twice as many times as he hit a homer. His explanation? I just go up there and swing. I just keep swinging, and I keep on swinging. Every strike brings me closer to my next home run. The Beatles were turned down by almost every record label. In one infamous rejection, an executive at Decca Records declined to sign them because... Well, guitar groups are on their way out, he said. (laughs) And the Beatles have no future in show business. Of course, that was considered one of the biggest mistakes in music history. Keep this in mind the next time you are rejected. It may well be that you haven't failed at all, or take the alternative message to heart. It turns out that two years after Decca rejected the Beatles, George Harrison returned to the label to offer a tip. Sign the Rolling Stones. Well, Decca did, and as they say, the rest is history. 
Stay the course with everything you undertake, no matter how hot it is, how long it takes, or how discouraged you get. The reward just might change the world. Your world for sure. And the quote this week brings us back to Michael Jordan that we talked about earlier. I love this quote. It's one of my favorites. I have missed 9,000 shots in my career. I have lost almost 300 games. On 26 occasions, I have been entrusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I have failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed by Michael Jordan. Mm. Nice. Stay the course. Stay the course. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. so true. Good one, Dave. Yeah. Final thoughts, everybody? <clears throat> I had, I think, uh, well, I know you guys all are, are, are married in this room. I, I assume... Most everybody out driving is married or has a significant other or a boyfriend or, you know, a relationship and stuff. And I, I read this article where this husband would come home every night and, and the wife changed it up on him and, and said, you know, I'm sure we've all had our wives go, hey, how was your day? You know, and you go through it and stuff like that. And when he got home, his wife would go, what was the best part of your day? Mm. And... You know, for a while, he just would like, oh, it was this, this, and this, you know, and this, this, and this, and this went on, and it took him about six months, and he's like, why does she ask me that? What is the what is the best part of my day, or what was the best part of my day? And he's like, you know, he said, I, I, I got to ask. He said, I, I, I know I come up with something, but he said, I, I, I'm exhausted coming up with the best part of my day. And he said, do you, why do you ask me that way? And she looked at him, and she said, I'm being selfish. It's for me because I'm struggling finding the best part of my day. Mm. And when I find you can find your best part of the day, then I find my best part of my day. Because I see that you have the strength to find that, and it lifts me up. And, and, you know, we we hook them together here, Dave, your, your high road hauling. Staying the course. You might have bad things go on, but stay that course. Or pass your knowledge on to somebody else. Yeah, and you, you, you know, just share. can't focus on that bad. No, you, right. you can't. And, yeah. and look for it. And, and, you know, one of the other questions I, I want to, you know, oh, I've had a bad day. Oh, life sucks. Okay? So here's my question for you, and I want to end it on that. Okay, so what was the least crappy thing that happened in your day? <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it depends what you're thankful for, right, Jim? Uh, right. What, what, yeah. Okay, so what was yeah. the least crappy thing? Right. Yeah. Right. So no, I get that, it. That's my final thought. I get it. I, I, not to like ding your final thoughts there by any means, but I was like, you know what popped in my head when you said the best part of my day? This I'm giving away my age here, but the Folgers commercial. <laughs> the best part of waking up. <laughs> best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup, right? Well, I told I told you that a couple weeks ago because Holly bought some. Folger pods and yeah. Dave opened the door and said, "Morning, Jim." I said, "Better watch it. I got Folgers in my cup." <laughs> yeah, I love your final thoughts, Jim. My wife actually asked me that. You know, like if I, she says, "How was your day?" I'm like, "Good." Well, what was so good about it? She wants to know, and I don't know if yeah. she's asking for the same reason. But the other thing she asked me when I'm going to work, "What are you looking forward to today?" And that kind of gets me thinking about what am I looking forward yeah. to today? Yeah, you know. So good stuff. That's cool. That's yep. good stuff. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's only Wednesday morning. You know, I, I I don't like to say good morning on the podcast because sometimes we don't get it out till afternoon. So I always just say hi on the podcast or whatever. That's just kind of my thing. But I, 
for Wednesday morning, it's been a tumultuous week. The last two days, I've we've just been kind of hammered with just a lot. There's just a lot going on, you know, work-wise and, and things like that, you know, just stuff we're dealing with on, on different different levels or whatnot. And, uh, yeah, I, I guess I look at our creed and we're faced and have to overcome so many challenges on a daily basis. And, Dave, it's so funny, you know, that – that ties in our podcast ties in and so many times that just happens almost like we're on the same wavelength right. with your high road hollands and i kind of have to say you know when i look at the creed you have to face and overcome all that stands before us you know you have to be responsible for your words and your actions and you know create joyful honest value for those you serve and just all of those things and it it helps me stay the course you know, so I, I, I'm just kind of tying it all together. I think it's it's going to be a good good rest of the week, and looks like we're going to get through, through some snow here, but it's going to be <laughs> sunny tomorrow and the next day, right? Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Yeah. yeah. I think. I th- oh, sorry. I, I just to piggyback with that, Dave. I guess I gotta I gotta talk a little bit about tomorrow, and <laughs> I guess if it's not good, Jamel, Jamel erase it for us. Unfiltered. But, <laughs> unfiltered, but. We we had uh, we're going through some pricing with Brandon. Um, obviously, I'm going to say for next year, but that's this year, right? We're early in the year, and and we made some mistakes on some of the pricing, and was you know miscommunication, and and uh, Brandon themselves really reeled from the the prices we turned in and how they looked at it and recalculated and it. It was it was big. It was more than what they could afford, basically, mm. and and where the mistake was at. We're we're working through that, but you know, I guess this is where Theron, where, where you know, the character that he displayed last week, he really displayed yesterday, and uh, same with the the Marvel family that that owns Brandon, is that they just didn't go oh well and push us to the side. They recognized there was some kind of problem, and they came back with a solution when there was a mistake. And I guess thank you to Brandon, thank you to the Marvel family, you know, thank you, Theron, um, you know, Jason, everybody that worked on it. But I guess that's what builds a relationship, Dave. And when you mentioned stay the course, you know, or our creed here, we, we have to overcome everything that stands in front of us here. Fess up your mess up. Yeah, like- we, we did that yesterday. And the emails we got from um, the Marvels, um, I want to say Fred, and it's Kurt. not Kurt, sorry, um, you know, just thanking us, you know, just made everything worth it mm. because we stayed our course, we communicated, we, we, we did it, we, we got through yesterday. Nice. And so, yeah, so That's I just, awesome. sorry, Dave, if I, I don't know, I just had to say that. It was just something that, you know, needed to be said. <laughs> <laughs> I think there might be still a pit in Dave's stomach. <laughs> uh, so I, wrote, I wrote down the time. Just <laughs> well, I'm going to shift gears a little bit. It is snowing like crazy outside. I've been just watching it. It's getting with it. I checked my camera at home. I live in Lafayette, which is a little bit more north, and it's not hardly snowing at all there. What? I, I mean, we maybe have two inches on the down. table, on the deck, you know? Let me down. You're <laughs> supposed to have nine inches up there. <laughs> I just want to be a little ray of light. Cool. Daylight savings time starts in less than a month. Nice. March 12th. 
Oh, nice. wow. Good. Dave. I tell you, I've noticed how, how much anymore. later it stays lighter. I mean, I've mm-hmm. mentioned that a couple of weeks ago. And what a difference. When, you, when we change those clocks, I it's thought we're like, not doing that. Boom, spring. It didn't vote through, I didn't think. Oh, I thought it voted through. No, no. It, the vote actually, Jam, would be to stay on daylight savings time. Uh, so what was in the news when we went to standard time was that this might be the last time we go to standard oh, time. Oh, interesting. But, you know, Ray it Scott still has that, to pass a vote, I believe. Ray Scott that was on the podcast was one of the proponents of that. He's the one that created that bill. Yeah, I would rather have daylight savings time yeah. than standard time. Yeah, I like the one falling back. Falling back is nice. Springing yeah. forward, it's rough. Yeah, man, that that getting up that hour earlier, that yeah. old body clock. Yeah. I struggle with it. I can't lie to you. Yeah, no doubt. I, I don't seem to have a problem getting up. Right? I mean, you just you have to get up. You go to work. You get up. You wake up. But mm. I feel it. Right? I yeah. I feel it. Especially the older I get, it's like ah, just lost an hour there. Uh, I think my final thoughts is um, I've said this before. I'm just I'm just proud to be a JFW. I'm proud to be on the leadership team. I'm proud to be part of that steering committee. And just last week during uh, the interview process for the safety director position, just the back and forth that we've had and just the standards of what it means to be a part of JFW just kind of fills me up. And uh, that's it. Yeah, I just love being nice. here. So Good that's stuff. That's all I got. <clears throat> Let's finish cool. up with the creed and yeah. get to work. Let's do it. <laughs> Together we face and overcome all that stands before us. Together we are accident-free. Together we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together we are accountable for our words and our actions. Together we are the JFW family. Bam. Woo. Thanks, See everybody. You, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs>